0: Welcome into another Dolphins Today live edition. Pumped to be with you. Pumped to be on the air. Wednesday's quickly becoming my favorite day of the week because we are live from the Chat Sports Studio and ready to get it going. And boy, we have a lot to talk about. So here's just a very, very small, small sample of what's coming up on today's live show. Wednesdays always gives us a good time to get into the latest news and injury report. Of course, the big news that was um, final yesterday that we got into a little bit more uh, as the day went on with Devon H and what the latest there. Our weekly mailbag, which I love, you love, you can be a participant in it. Hashtag Dolphins. That's how you participate in our weekly mailbag. So get your questions in. And we got another game to get ready for. It's week six in the National Football League. Dolphins heavy, heavy, heavy favorites again this week. But... I tell you why it's, it's the National Football League can never look past an opponent. So we got a great show coming up, but first I gotta give a shout out and a warm welcome in to the one and only Jeremy Chugs, making it happen. Woo! What's going on, my man, your man, everybody's guy, everybody, oh, fan oh, favorite oh, here oh, at oh, Chat Sports. Oh, oh. If I've learned one thing in my time at Chat Sports, it's Jeremy Chugs is a fan favorite. The people love him. How do you, my first question for you, Chugs, how do you handle all the love that you get?
1: Uh, I mean, I, I try to stay humble, stay gracious, <laughs> and I try to give it back to the fans. I try to give it to you folks at home, Dolphins Today, live fan members, real ones like Sherry May, AP the Great 28, Franklin Stubbs, Timothy Stein, Fins Up Nation, rockin' from arizona right now.
0: arizona let's that's a great segue let us know where you're watching from how many times have we said it dolphins today is a community Woo. that knows no borders i mean we're coming to you live from chat sports headquarters hq but we know we got people in arizona in florida in michigan And Carolina across the pond. I know we had some people from Australia tuning in as well. Let us know. Shout Um, out your city, the
1: Bahamas.
0: Hey, who else we got? Daytona, Florida, Calico Jones, Reloaded, Sherry May, Space Coast of Florida, Kelly Hutchinson, Jamaica, Florida, Jamaica Scream. Come on, we have our bobsled Bobsled team. team. (laughs) Chugs and I were just talking about best sports movies before we got on the air, and Cool Runnings is at the top of the list. You want to kiss the lucky egg? (laughs) Eins, (laughs) vines, And then they push her down a pretty hill of ice. All right, who else we got here? Homie Gross is from New York. Concrete, Concrete jungle, jungle where dreams are made of. of. All right, Brian Miller from the 305. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Barry Gomer from Fort Lauderdale. Dolphins to the Super Bowl. Hey, and when, when you do- say Miami. You're
1: talking Super Bowl.
0: Hey, there it is. Pablo Escobar from Colombia. How about that? Who else we got? Oh, yeah. us-
1: hey, drop your area code. We got the 754, the 305, the 386, to the 954. Where are you rocking? What's your area code?
0: Hey, all right, Chugs, where is your home area code?
1: So I'm originally from the 281 832 you know where that is.
0: Ah, uh, not by area code. Ah, Just because you told me before.
1: Marshall's from the 281.
0: Let's go. Marshall and those
1: traps from the 281.
0: No. Traps and shoulders. He's got the best shoulders in uh, the office. The best shoulders yes. in the office. Best shoulders. You're campaigning hey, for the best calves in the office. T
1: Cardi. You get the shout-out right there, my guy. Homie grows singanic from the three two one. Is that real? The 321?
0: That's a sick area code, Dude, though. I like that. Is
1: that is that
0: let's I do a little see. Google there. My area code's oh, the Orlando. 989. Orla- Orlando. Orlando's the
1: 321? What a dope area code.
0: Central Florida. You gotta love it. Thomas Igel's watching in Ohio. Timothy Stein's watching in Hollywood, Florida. I love that. Because we said this last week. Hollywood, Florida greater than Hollywood, California, obviously. But if you're watching from Hollywood, California, welcome, welcome. All are welcome here, obviously. All right, what else we got going on? I want to have a little fun
1: today, and I want to show some love to our sponsor. You actually put these in right before our live show today. Talk a little prize picks for me talk dirty to me
0: no doubt about it dolphins today presented by prize picks look i love prize picks i play it every single sunday because it is far and away the most exciting and easiest because you guys know me pretty well i i need easy it's got to be very simple to do and prize picks is exactly that easy and exciting way to play daily fantasy sports so get your picks in for the weekend like chug said i've already got my picks but how's it work jake well i'm so glad you asked because with prize picks you're merely picking against the projected yardage and whatever it may be so it's just you versus the projection so you don't need any complicated spreadsheets you're not going against a whole group of people in any kind of pool or anything it's just you versus the projected stat lines and you simply pick more or less so very easy to remember you guys know i need that and take a look at my picks i've already got it ready for sunday's game against the carolina panthers look we're heavy heavy favorites for a reason so i've picked Tua to a tongue of to have more than 284 and a half passing yards and tyreek hill this is a crazy ask But I'm still picking him to have more than 91 and a half yards receiving. And the only pick I'm going with less is Adam Thielen. I got a feeling you're going to have less than 69 and a half receiving yards. 68 and a half. All right, 68 and a half. Either way, he's going to have less because that Dolphins secondary is going to shut him down. So that's how Picks works. It is awesome. Far and away, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. I love it. And for being a Dolphins fan, we've got a special deal for you. So go ahead and head over to prizepix.com slash CLNS. You're going to create your account there and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to I hope you're sitting down for this up to 100 bucks how about that that link will be in the comments and the description so not to worry but it's prizepicks.com/clns and we're giving you a deposit match up to 100 buckaroos
1: and I'm guessing from your prize picks <laughs> you're picking MIA
0: no doubt about it look 13 Dollar. 13 and a half point spread for a reason. We talked about it last week. You never take anybody lightly in the National Football League. But let me know who you got in the hey, chat. Type M-I-A. Chad Jones. Oh, Chad Jones is Wait, who? here. Who? Chad Jones. Who? Chad, Chad Jones. Jones! Wow, how about that? Welcome in. What's going on, Chad Jones? Let's go. Our reigning Super Chat MVP. That's the guy, Chad Jones. He was on vacation. The only week the Dolphins lost coincidence, I think not. Chad, we're not saying you can't go on vacation anymore. We're just saying you can't go on vacation anymore during the Dolphins season. That's all. Lucky charm. No doubt. No doubt. 4-0 with Chad Jones. 0-1 without him.
1: Sherry May is saying MIA on top. Chad Jones is saying MIA. Kathy, Kelly, Thomas, Fins Up Nation, all spamming MIA4. Miami Dolphins.
0: Miami, Miami Dolphins. Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. I better not see any C A R S in the chat. Because no cars. Look at look at we, I, we love cars. I'm a cars guy, but not a Carolina Panthers guy. They're 0-5 for a reason. And listen, you're going to get tired of me saying this all week long. You can't take anybody lightly. But look, the Panthers, they ain't it. 0-5. They, they, so, they're not getting their first win this year. said don't weekend.
1: take anybody lightly. I wonder... Should be an easy matchup. Chalk should be a win. Chalk it up for a dub. How confident are you, though, that the Dolphins are going to take care of business and not overlook the Panthers?
0: Let us know in the chat. I know my answer. And if you've been watching Dolphins today all week long, it's not going to surprise you because it's a 10. It is a 10. I'm so confident in this Dolphins team. At home, Hard Rock Stadium, another opportunity for the NFL's best offense to show out, continue that historic climb that they're on against an inferior opponent. And it's not nice to say that, but sometimes the truth hurts. So call me crazy, call me rude, call me whatever it is. I'm not here to make friends with Carolina Panthers fans. Your team is booty, and the Dolphins are not. So as ergo de facto, Dolphins win. And I am... Oh, out of the one to ten i'm a i'm a completely a ten i'd make it a 20 if i could let us know who we got all right uh kathy's got a 10 for how confident she is in a miami dolphins victory we love to see that who else kelly hutchinson fins up nation bill lyon chad jones ny baseball guy Ralph Miller says, Bills. Oh, Ralph Miller, we want to play those games. How'd your Bills do across the pond? They lost. Wow. I know, I know. You guys guys won the first matchup, but we'll see you again. Week 18 for a rematch. Got it circled on the calendar there, Buffalo Bills guy, Ralph. That's all right, though. That's what makes this fun.
1: We're going to get into this more during the live show, but some... Unsettling news.
0: Yeah, yeah. This one stung a little bit. And I've had a couple of um, couple of days to kind of digest it. And Devon A-Chan was officially put on IR. Chad
1: Jones says Bills can't swim.
0: That is true. Bills cannot swim. And look, it's going to hurt losing A-Chan for a little bit because... He's, make no mistake about it, been the most exciting rookie in the National Football League. All due respect to CJ Stroud, who I still believe is going to win the rookie offensive player of the year. He's been electric. But what Devon Achan has done with the football in his hands, been clocked at running 22 miles per hour in an NFL game. Those are some next gen stats. Almost for as you. fast as Michael Scott. <laughs> yeah. And Devon Achan and Michael Scott, the two guys that run the fastest. If they've got the little, uh, speedometer that's that's uh you know on the side of the road he's easily getting to that that 22 miles per hour which is really impressive
1: nope 30 that's my time (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) what did he say 38 38 38 yeah if you love the office go ahead and let us know that's our favorite show around here as well oh barry gallmer says this is going to be a practice game for miami Got to love that. Let's All right. I'm not quite comfortable enough to say any game in the National Football League is a practice game. But, uh, yeah, anytime you're a two-touchdown favorite, I think uh, the spread speaks for itself. So it's a bummer losing Devon Achan to the injured reserve. We're going to talk in great detail of what exactly that means. But for now, go ahead and show the rookies some love. Let them know you're thinking of them. Go ahead and type 28 in the comments. Of course, Dude. that's his jersey number, but he's number one in our
1: hearts. 12.7 yards a carry.
0: Insane. That's
1: ridiculous.
0: That also, Chugs get this. Seven total touchdowns, so five rushing, two receiving.
1: I, I feel like if the Dolphins beat the Bills in their second meeting, we gotta come out with a Bills can't swim shirt.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The Bills we could do that, we could make that happen. Bills can't swim because if they meet a third time in the playoffs like they did last year. I want to be able to rock a Bills can't swim T-shirt on the show. Maybe,
1: maybe Chad Jones on the back. Bills can't swim.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's we'll get we'll get, it, we'll, get it, we'll get it going with our people there. But Devon, what I was saying. So Devonta Chan, no other rookie in their first four games. Because remember, he didn't play in the first game against the Charger. And in, the, in their first four games, have ever compiled seven total touchdowns in the Super Bowl era. So pretty freaking impressive from the rookie Devon Chance, So show him some love, type 28 in the comments.
1: Sherry says, I wear it. W- would you get a Bills Can't Swim t-shirt?
0: Absolutely. Why I mean, no. for
1: yes and for no, would you rock a Bills Can't Swim t-shirt?
0: Bills Can't Swim, why for yes and for no, if you'd wear that in the chat. If we get if we get 10 whys, we will uh, talk to the bosses about getting that sh- that shirt in production.
1: Chad says yes, Sherry says yes, Bill says yes.
0: Oh, Ralph won't wear it, what a surprise. What a surprise, Ralph. We got something coming for you though. (laughs) I don't know what, but we got something.
1: Eric says yes, Franklin says, hell yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right, we got about 55 people watching, but we've only got 23 likes on the video. That needs to change like the video let us know let us know like the video show us some love because you know what happens when you like the video that just means we meet we reach more dolphins fans and we grow this great dolphins community where we spread the love of the aqua and orange and that's what it's all about and what a start to the season four and one on the year it's the dolphins best start since 2003 20 years right i think do some math you guys know i'm not great at math um but yeah 20 2023 2003 20 years so best start in 20 years we love to see that how are we doing on those likes we're up to 30 we're not starting the show until we get up to 35 35 there you go right 35 the number it's of two, chris two Brooks. more likes two more likes Two more likes. We're going to talk about Chris Brooks on today's show. I believe he rocks number thirty-five. You want to double check that? But that's who we're getting up to. We're at thirty-four. We're so close. Come on, one more person. Who's going to be the one? Who's going to be? Let's go! There it is. All right. Dolphins fans are the best. Let's get it going. Welcome in. It is time for another edition of Dolphins Today. I am your host, Jake Reitma, and we've got a lot to talk about, so we're not going to waste any more time. It's the latest Dolphins injury report And I would describe this week's injury report as somewhat of a roller coaster, right? So follow me on this one. There's been some tough news to handle, but there's been some good news as well. I'm a good news kind of guy. Let's focus on some positives. So we start with Isaiah Wynn. The offensive lineman for the Dolphins did leave the game against the Giants on Sunday, but he returned And he only missed one snap, so he has been one of the best left guards in the league this year. And all indications point to him being able to play against the Panthers and continue to help that offensive line. Which, speaking of roller coasters, the offensive line has been significantly more good than bad, but they have at times really struggled. But collectively, you take a look at the depth chart there, collectively, of course, Geron Armstead, On injured reserve, they lost him against Buffalo. Kendall Lamb has filled in admirably. Isaiah Wynn, the left guard, all reports indicate that he is going to play on Sunday against the Panthers. Connor Williams sat out practice today with that groin. Remember, he sat out practice all week. Last week, leading up to the game against the Giants, but still was able to give it a go. So we'll continue to keep you updated on that. But he did sit out practice today. That's a big one. He's kind of been the catalyst of this offensive line as well. Now, like I said, it is a roller coaster. Good news. Now some bad news. A tough, tough loss for the NFL's best offense. Really, a historically good offense in terms of The Dolphins compiling over 2,500 yards of total offense in their first five games. And a big reason for that production, Devon Achan, and it became official earlier today that he will be placed on injured reserve. Now, what that means, the Dolphins were already kind of leaning towards this, thinking that he'll be out several weeks. But with him going on injured reserve, that means he'll miss at least the next four games Tom Pellicero reporting that he'll miss multiple weeks with that knee injury that he suffered in Sunday's win over the Giants but again we'll focus on some good news here we'll keep it a little bit positive it's believed not to be season ending which is a huge 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 nod in the right direction for Dolphins fans because anytime you start talking about knee injuries it gets a little bit scary and a little bit dicey so Devon HN yes on injured reserve but not gone for the season. And given where the bye week falls, you'd like to think that he'll get fully healthy, fully rested, and be ready to rejoin an already loaded Dolphins offense. We'll keep you updated on this, and that is why you subscribe to Dolphins today. Breaking news when it happens. Hey, who was the first to tell you about the impact of the Devon A. Chan injury? We were yesterday. And then when the Dolphins made a roster move and signed Jake Funk, we pumped out another video. That is why you subscribe, because you never want to miss a moment. Now, the running back room, oddly enough, I would classify as arguably the deepest position group within the Miami Dolphins, especially on offense Because you start talking about the names they have in that running back room. Devon H.N. kind of burst onto the scene. Kind of came out of nowhere. Because when the season started, it was Savon Ahmed that was RB2. Chris Brooks was getting a little bit of play based on how he performed in the preseason. Now... I expect it to be one of those two guys to battle for RB2 unless Jeff Wilson's able to come off of injured reserve. Jeff Wilson did practice today, but let's say for the sake of conversation right now, Savon Ahmed and Chris Brooks. Now, on the right, we've got Chris Brooks' season stats, but he's a rookie, so also his career stats. He only played in the one game in that 70-point slaughtering of the Denver Broncos. He had nine carries for 66 yards. Pretty good, but against a really bad Denver Broncos defense, so not sure how much stock we can put into that. Meanwhile, Savon Ahmed, fourth-year pro out of Washington, a decent sample size for his career, 33 games played, 147 carries with 556 yards, the four touchdowns on the season. He can be somewhat of a change-up guy, a little bit of that number two when you talk about a one-two punch, because obviously Mostert has established himself as RB1. So I have complete confidence in both those guys. And really, the rookie, the rookie Chris Brooks is kind of appealing because what we've seen from him is such a small sample size. But he excelled in that small sample size. However, of course, you have the caveat that it was against the lowly Denver Broncos. So I say all that because, yes, it hurts losing Devon Achan, But it is at a position group in which I think the Dolphins can absorb that type of blow. Plus, plus coupled with the fact that Jeff Wilson Jr. may be coming off IR because he did give it a go in practice. This week. So we're going to continue to monitor that situation as well. But the Dolphins' rushing attack has been the best in the National Football League up to this point. So losing H.N. Hurts, absolutely. But I expect them to continue to excel in that area of offense and really an opportunity for Mike McDaniel and Frank Smith, for that matter, to prove how they can utilize just about anybody in that offense and have a little bit of a plug-and-play mentality. Next-man-up mentality. How many times do we hear that throughout the course of any type of football conversation? It's especially true with this Dolphins offense lo- losing Devon Achan. So I ask you, and you got to be honest here, three really good options to step in and fill that RB2 void with the absence of H.N. But I ask you, who should it be? Type S.A. for Savon Ahmed, JW for Jeff Wilson, or CB for Chris Brooks? Let me know in the comments. Jeff Wilson eyeing the return is very appealing because we talked about the sample size with Chris Brooks being very, very limited. And then Savan Ahmed, yes, he's been in the league a couple of years now, and there's a decent, decent statistical data out there. But with Jeff Wilson, His stats really show that he is a proven everyday back in this league. This is from 2022 alone. 176 carries, 860 yards, five touchdowns, and almost averaging five yards per carry. So again, this is a guy that can step in and fill that RB2 void and be the second part of the two-headed monster with Raheem Mostert that Devon Achan was in the last for games. Jeff Wilson Jr. and Raheem Mostert would both complement each other in that potent high scoring attack that the Dolphins had. So I've said it once and you know what I will say it again it it hurts it does it really does hurt losing Devon Achan it's a testament to how good the rookie's been but this is not time to panic. In fact let's just kind of relax a little bit relax with the Achan injury news understanding that There could be some new pieces, new faces in that running back room that are fully capable of stepping in and making an impact right away. In fact, I love this tweet from Barry Jackson, one of the Dolphins beat reporters, because it just gives you a little bit of perspective of who the Dolphins have in waiting in the wings to step in. And there are some significant names. So when you think of how much the Dolphins have been bitten by that injury bug, yes, they've been able to survive and weather the storm. But on the flip side of that, the other side of the coin is they're going to get some really good players coming back off of injured reserve in the coming weeks. Jalen Ramsey, of course, Devon H.N., Ron Armstead, just to name a few. Maybe it's Jeff Wilson, Robert Jones, and River Craycraft, River Craycraft and Eric Azukama. So all of those are guys that are proven players in the National Football League. So like Barry Jackson is saying here, I'm excited for those guys. Coming up, listen, NFL Power Rankings, they're fun. We enjoy it, but there's a couple of ESPN experts that might be classified as Dolphins believers. Remember, we had those guys that were Dolphins haters a couple weeks ago. We're gonna talk about some Dolphins believers. We'll tell you exactly who those ESPN experts are. But first, I gotta tell you about Prize Picks because I love it. I I don't want to use the word addicted, but I'm big time into Prize Picks because it's the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Super simple, super easy. The app is easy to use and here's how it works. All you're doing is picking against the projected stats. So what do I mean by that? Let's say a player is projected for 50 yards and a half rushing or receiving. You simply pick more or less on what you think that player will achieve very very easy I do it every week with the Dolphins you can see right there I've already got my picks ready for Sunday's game against the Panthers and you can obviously tell maybe a little bit biased on this one but I firmly believe Tua is going to pass for more than his projected stat line of 294 and a half and you know what Tyreek Hill is on a record-setting pace for receiving yards, so I think he'll continue that against a lowly Panthers defense. 91.5 is his stat projection for receiving yards, so you know I'm going over on that. And I'm going more on that as well. And Adam Thielen... I'm going to go ahead and pick less on his projected receiving yards because I think the Dolphins' defense will shut him down. So you simply pick more or less. That's what makes daily fantasy sports so fun. For being a Dolphins fan, we've got an exciting deal for you. prizepickscom slash CLNS. And that, my friends, is where you'll go to create your account. And when you use code CLNS, we've got a first deposit match up to 100 bucks for you. Don't worry, putting that link in the comments and the description of today's video, but it's prizepicks.com slash CLNS for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Listen, the NFL power, rankers, power rankings are a lot of fun to get into. They change every week. The highs and the lows of the NFL season, that's what we love about it. But there's a couple of ESPN pundits who have a lot of fun with it. One of them being Stephen A. Smith and he's got his A-list, and check out where the Dolphins stack up on that A-list. He's got them at number five. The only team in the AFC he's got ahead of them are the Chiefs, who are also 4-1. Now on the NFC side, of course, you've got the two undefeated teams with the 49ers and the Eagles, and then the Detroit Lions sliding in there at number four. So that's Stephen A. Smith's A-list. And he's got them at the the Dolphins at the number five team in the NFL. I got to ask you, do you agree the Dolphins are the fifth best team in the NFL? It's real simple. Type Y for yes or N for no. Let me know in the comments, are the Dolphins the fifth best team in the NFL? I think that's probably a pretty fair ranking. The Dolphins, I'd like to see them continue to take steps forward. And they've got some tough games coming up against the Eagles and the Chiefs not to look past of course both the Panthers and the Patriots those are the next four games but point being I still want to see a little bit more from the Dolphins because it's a it's a, it's a get right game against the Panthers then the Philadelphia Eagles that's going to be a tough one Sunday night football it's going to be a lot of fun I believe in the Dolphins in that one Patriots obviously the sky is falling there in New England they're one and four but Never take any team lightly, especially in a divisional matchup. And then Kansas City, that game's played in Germany, remember. So thats I think you throw a lot out the window when you're playing an overseas game like that. And obviously the the Chiefs have the weapons that they do. It's going to be a fun one. But we've got a fun four weeks upcoming. And then it's the bye week. So that's why we've got these four games circled before we get to that bye week. And I'm excited to see what the Dolphins have in store for that now the chat sports power rankings let's see where those dolphins rank there we've got them coming in at number four and i love the chat sports power rankings because collectively we all vote on then we average it out and with the dolphins at number four then again right next to the chiefs in the afc as far as power rankings are concerned and this one with the lions at number five four or five Either way, you slice it, feel good about where the Dolphins are at right now. But you know who's even higher on the Miami Dolphins? Higher! I mean, we're talking highest of highs. Can you take me high? All right, I'll stop singing. But how about ESPN's Robert Griffin III? RG3, as some people call him. He's got the Dolphins as the second-best team in the National Football League. Love that headshot of our guy, Tua Tagovailoa, as well. Niners 1, Dolphins 2, Eagles 3, Lions 4, and Chiefs 5. So a little flippity-flop with RG3 there. Love to see it out of him. Good stuff there from RG3. But you know what? It all depends on if the Dolphins can go out and prove it on the field. So the power rankings, yeah, they're fun to talk about, but... It's more about what this Dolphins team can do on the field and more about what we as Dolphins Today members can do to support them. How about our Aqua Club? Gotta give a shout out to all of those members because you help make the show go. We couldn't do it without you. How do you become part of the Aqua Club, Jake? So glad you asked. It's real simple. It's a $100 super chat. So maybe you're feeling generous today or during one of our live watch parties. We've got live watch parties for every Dolphins game. You don't want to miss them. They're a lot of fun. We do all kinds of crazy stuff. I took a dip in the pool, the Chase Clay pool last week to welcome him to the Miami Dolphins. So Subscribe to Dolphins today so you don't miss any Dolphins news, updates, trade alerts, trade rumors, any of that. We have a lot of fun on this show and we appreciate your support. All righty. We gotta welcome back in the one and only Jeremy Chugs. What will the Dolphins record be this year? Let's get wild. Start doing some predictions, huh?
1: 13 and four?
0: That's you're reading my mind this guy's a mind reader get him out of here he's he's in my head he's in my head how did you do that Chuck?
1: let me see what are we what are we going to say what are we going to say oh Oh!
0: And,
1: and eric must know eric coming to five dollars super chat we got our mailbag coming out and you know what eric you're going to be the very first person on our mailbag shout out to eric His question. Have you heard us trading for Chase Young? Any rumors? We'll answer that at the top of the mailbag. I love that. If you want to get on the mailbag, two ways to do it. You can be a real one like Eric, a big baller. You can super chat. Your question goes to the front of the line. It's like a Disney fast pass. You like Disney, right?
0: I like the rides at Disney. It's a controversial take. I'm not a big Disney guy, but I like the rides. Yeah. We'll go with that for the purpose of today's (laughs) show. well, that's perfect. (laughs) I hate waiting in line. How about that? I hate waiting in line. So you got to get a fast
1: pass. Exactly. That's basically what a super chat is. Or if you want to be a real one like Sherry and our other Dolphins today, real ones, go down, ask whatever question you want. Whatever whatever you want to say or ask about the Miami Dolphins, but just make sure you put hashtag Dolphins in your comment so I can pick it out
0: absolutely appreciate the support also too i wish i had some espresso shots because you know that's a go-to on our watch parties for the for the ten dollar super chat but rest assured i had a few espresso shots before we came on the air so oh yeah let's just envision me doing a little espresso shot there i got some water to ease it you know mellow me out a little bit as well but eric we appreciate that super chat man that's 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 awesome stuff It's good stuff We got a lot of Dolphins questions to get to, don't we? JB! All right! He's
1: getting on the mailbag. Let's go!
0: Let's freaking go! I'll
1: I'll put you up on screen really quick, JB, and a first-time
0: Super Super Chat! chat. (laughs) Listen, you never forget your first. So, JB, you never forget your first Super Chat. October 11th, 2023 at approximately 5.36 Eastern time, you never forget your first. Congratulations. Hey,
1: join Eric, join JB on the mailbag today. Get those questions in. Hashtag Dolphins, or you can super chat. Get it going. Get it
0: going. Oh, how about this? JB, I've watched the videos, but have never attended the live streams. Oh, we can't wait to see you on Sunday. Or like we've been... Every Wednesday we've been live as well. So live shows on Wednesdays, live watch parties on Sundays or whenever the Dolphins play. So count on that. Take it to the bank. We've got great live watch parties. But I will say this.
1: We do need more questions. So if you don't want a super chat, that's fine. You can still ask your question using hashtag Dolphins in the comment section. JB, it's a riot.
0: <laughs> it is a riot. No no no, no 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 no. I want to start a riot. I think it's supposed to be start a fight, but you get the idea. That's a little pink for you, right? Yeah a L- little pink for you. What's it? What's the other rock song that's Let's start a riot A riot My singing's that good, you probably can't recognize I, w- I was going to say no clue. From, from what <laughs> you said. No chance. We do have a riot here, though, on Dolphins today. It gets a little wild from time to time.
1: Sherry, May, I know you I know you shake that fin.
0: And there are some times where I'll get people calling or texting me a little bit concerned for my well-being, because that's how wild we get on a watch party. But, hey, it comes with the territory. So it's not for the faint at heart. Put it that way. All
1: right. We're going to get into our Dolphins today mailbag in just a second. Just a reminder. Keep those questions coming. Hashtag Dolphins. Ask Jake anything around the Dolphins, around the NFL. Whatever you want to ask, Jake.
0: It's an Ask Anything Wednesday. How about that? Jake
1: has all the answers. (laughs) I know. That's scary. All right, Jake. You ready to rock? Let's do it. All right. Coming up now, our Dolphins Today mailbag.
0: Welcome in to another Dolphins Today Ask Anything Mailbag. Love doing this because you know what? Nothing's off limits and we just ask, ask, ask away. Nothing like a Dolphins Mailbag. And we're getting right into it. And for that, we go to Eric Cummings' question, which is a tremendous question from a super chat question. If you want a super chat, you get to skip the line and all the questions. His question is, have you heard us trading for Chase Young? I have not heard any of that specifically, but let's talk about that a little bit. The Dolphins have proven they'll make some trades. They brought in Chase Claypool a week ago. That was a pretty big trade. Now... They've done major, uh, some would even say blockbuster trades when you consider Tyreek Hill was acquired through a trade, Bradley Chubb was acquired through a trade, and then most recently Jalen Ramsey. So trading is in GM's Chris Greer's DNA. So I never rule out the possibility of trading, but I have not heard anything specifically about Chase Young. This Dolphins defense, albeit against the lowly Giants, it's a one-game sample size, but they were incredible, especially up front. You know, a guy like Chase Young, known for his pass-rushing abilities. But Andrew Van Ginkle, Zach Sealer a lot of Dolphins players were prominent in the passing, or passing attack in sacking Daniel Jones and then Tyrod Taylor when he took over. Not saying the Dolphins don't need any help up front. You could always use a guy like Chase Young. But I don't know if specifically... Chris Greer will target Chase Young because I think this is just this is just me going off my uh, my you know my thoughts is if the Dolphins were to make a trade for a defensive player it'd be in the back seven as opposed to up front because I think they feel pretty good about their pass rush. Oh, Chad Jones, are you serious? This guy's unbelievable. There's nobody like him. $100 Super Chat. We're going to have to rename Dolphins Today to Chad Jones Today. It never ends. This this guy's unbelievable. (laughs) I told you. I told you it gets wild on Dolphins Today. It gets crazy. I'm going to have people calling for my well-being. Are you okay? I'm not the biggest guy in the office with the best shoulders just shook me like a rag doll and I still can't feel it but Chad Jones you're unbelievable I think I gotta see a doctor or for perhaps a chiropractor get me bounced back into shape after that $100 super chat from Chad Jones Woo! all right we're back baby Woo! all right what do you think Miami will target in trades should we target another offensive lineman Maybe, perhaps, the name that comes to mind with potential offensive linemen, Garrett Bowles from the Denver Broncos. I think Denver might be having a fire sale. I mean, they have punted on the season. The Sean Payton experience has been a complete failure, and in fact... I would say, Sean, oh, look out, look out. It's unbelievable. The best shoulders in the office right here. They're the best shoulders. He's chugging a beer. Look at that. That's what you get on Dolphins today. It's unpredictable. You never know what's going to happen. What's going to happen next? I don't know. You don't know. We don't know. Nobody knows. Now, as I was saying, so Garrett Bowles is a really good offensive lineman that I think could help this Dolphins offensive line he's very unhappy in Denver he said all he ever does is lose in Denver and he's a proven veteran in this league so if they were to make a move for the offensive line I think Garrett Bowles would be a guy to target but you also got to consider Teron Armstead's coming back and really this Dolphins offensive line albeit thin has played really well other than the one game against Buffalo but you take that game out as an outlier and The other four games have been arguably tremendous. So I love the Dolphins' offensive line. And if they do make a move, I hope they target Garrett Bowles. JB, the first time, super chatter. This guy's unbelievable. Could you see Jeff Wilson and Cedric Wilson being trade candidates when the trade deadline gets a little bit closer? Yes, absolutely I could. Because they're both at position groups that I think the Dolphins have a lot of depth and could utilize that depth in the way of a trade to bring in maybe a defensive back or, as we just discussed, an offensive lineman. So the thing with Cedric Wilson is he took a pay cut to be in Miami in the offseason. I think he wants to be here, and I think he's utilized in special teams. He does a little bit, obviously, as a receiver. They've used him in the run game on jet sweeps and things like that. So he has a lot of value. Now, River Craycraft's going to be coming off the IR and could be another receiver to add to the rotation. Braxton Berrios has been really good. And then, of course, we've got the two heavy hitters in Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddell. So I love the Dolphins wide receiver room, but they could perhaps utilize some of that depth to make a trade. So to answer your question, yes. And kind of the same with Jeff Wilson. We'll do this. I I love when people say this. It's kind of the same, but a little bit different. So not exactly the same at all. So Jeff Wilson coming off IR, I don't know if the appeal will be there league-wide because anytime you get a guy that's been around in the league that's coming off IR, especially at a position like running back that already lends itself to, unfortunately, the the reality of the NFL is running backs get hurt a lot. So I don't know if a team's going to be shelling up a lot to return for Jeff Wilson, whereas he could just time it up perfectly to where – Devon Achan goes out right as he's recovering from IR and becoming a little bit more healthy and could just step in and fill that void. So the Dolphins have kind of a four-game sample size here with two very easy games against the Patriots and, of course, on Sunday against the Panthers. Also two very difficult games to maybe test the waters a little bit. So I wouldn't expect Jeff Wilson Jr. to be dealt for that reason, especially when you consider that the running back, you know, they are a position where you need a lot of that depth. So I don't think, and a is a perfect example. You never, you, nobody saw that injury coming, and the rookie phenom sidelined and on, a, and on IR. All right, Dolphins heavily favored again this week. What else should we look for in games like these? I love this question because I get to put my football X's and O's hat on a little bit here because like the game against the Giants, the Dolphins were heavy, heavy, heavy favorites. So you start to look for some things that this team can improve upon. And yes, obviously, it goes without saying, but I'll say it anyways, winning is the number one priority, the number one goal. I'd rather win ugly than lose cute, throw all the cliches out the window, whatever you want to say about that. But goal number one to win the game, obviously. But there are certain areas this Dolphins team, I'm looking for them to improve upon, starting with cleaning up the turnovers we'll get more into this in our preview but the dolphins have committed far too many turnovers to this point and worse they haven't forced as many turnovers so they're actually minus three in turnover differential so i want to see them clean up that area but i like your question about whether or not this is a game that's very winnable of course it is the spread indicates that so let me know in the comments what say you. You think this is gonna be an easy win? Type Y for yes or N for no. All right, Sherry May, one of the realest of the real. We love Sherry May. I their question is hashtag dolphins. I do not believe Belichick will reach Mr. Shula's record before getting released from the Patriots. What do you think? Yeah, look, I said it in the open. The sky is falling in New England, and Bill Belichick has got to be one of the grumpiest, angriest mans to ever live. Uh, I think if Will Ferrell saw me say, oh, he's an angry little elf because he just looks so mad on the sidelines at all times. And for his own sanity, I would, I would hope that he doesn't want to continue coaching because he just looks so miserable. So I, I don't know off the top of my head how many wins he needs to reach to get to Don Shula's record. I know it's within striking distance, and a lot of people have speculated that's why he's staying on with the Patriots as long as he has. But that's just a dicey situation altogether when you consider Robert Kraft the owner, Belichick the GM, Belichick the head coach. And if it were me, look, all I can say is what i do. If I was Belichick, I'd, I'd hang it up and call it a career. I'd stop chasing that record. But to each their own. All right, I want to thank game time as our proud presenting sponsor of today's mailbag look game time's awesome i've been telling you about them for weeks and i was using game time way before chat sports in fact i can remember the day of a game my buddies and i said hey let's go to the game it was a baseball game and what are we going to do for tickets i said fear not guys i got the plan game time download the app it's the only ticketing app you'll ever ever need also what i love about it really easy to use and you get a real picture of where you're sitting i know that's a little thing but i love the fact that the app shows you a real picture of where your seats are going to be plus plus which is a big plus you also get the peace of mind of knowing it's the best deal last minute lowest price guaranteed also, for being a Dolphins Today fan and a Dolphins Today subscriber, we've got a special deal for you. Check this out. $20 off your first purchase when you use that promo code FINSCHAT. That's P-H-I-N-S-C-H-A-T, FINSCHAT. So, snag tickets today without any stress because that is what Game Time is all about. Download the Game Time app. Create that account. Use the code Finn's chat with P H I N S C H A T. $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply, but it's real simple, people. Download the app, create an account, redeem the code with Finn's chat for $20 off. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Don't worry, we'll have that link in the comments in the description as well, but you see it right there on your screen. Finn's chat, P H I N S C H A T. Game time takes the stress out of buying tickets, even if it's last minute. That's why I love them. Kelly Hutchinson, what do we have here? How about this question? Dolphins, have you heard anything about if we are going to upgrade our offensive line before the deadline? I really haven't, and I don't want to say that's concerning, but I mentioned Garrett Bowles as a possibility. There's just not a lot out there at the position group of offensive line they're so hard to come by and for that reason you don't really see a lot of deals with potential trades with offensive linemen and so I wish I wish I had more on that one other than it's a wait and see kind of ordeal and a lot of that can be said with with all of these trade talks in general you know we'll hear rumors and you know go back a couple of weeks ago we were talking The the Dolphins could make a trade for a wide receiver. We threw out some names, and then two days later, they trade for a wide receiver. Now, we didn't have the exact names. We're not that good, but we did kind of narrow it down to where the Dolphins could be making a move for a wide receiver. They make a trade for Chase Claypool. So that's why you subscribe. But on the offensive line front, I don't have anything as of yet. But as anything, it's fluid, and we'll keep an eye out and an ear for that matter. All right, Christian Z, how concerned are you with the turnovers? Great question. I'll try not to spend five hours on this because I've been talking, 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 but I'm very concerned. Now, a couple of those interceptions haven't been to his fault. In fact, the second one where his hand was actually hit on the release, that's what made the ball fly out at an awkward angle. I don't think that was his fault, and I know I'm only talking about one game, but in general, up to this point, the Dolphins have kind of defied the way football usually plays out statistically speaking. Usually if you lose the turnover battle you don't win the game but that hasn't been the case with the Dolphins this year. They're minus three. They've committed eight turnovers compared to just five forced turnovers and there's been several games in which they lost the turnover battle but were still able to come out on top. So don't ask, don't ask me how that happens. I think we just thank the football gods that it hasn't cost us to this point. But I am concerned. I want to see them clean that up. Mostert had a couple of fumbles against Buffalo. a had a fumble against the Giants. We just can't have that. It's, it's football guy talk. It's cliche, but take care of the football. So I'm concerned. I've got it at about a 7.5 right now. Where are you with it? Let me know in the comments. What is your concern level with the offense's eight turnovers through five games of play? Scale it for me, one through ten. All right, our guy Eric Cummings is back. What's going on, my guy, my guy? A two-time super chatter. How will they use Chase Claypool? Great question, and I am probably more fascinated by this than most because he's a big guy. They've talked about using him at tight end. In fact, Mike McDaniel even talked about that at his press conference today and saying, I'm not going to rule anything out. A guy that versatile can be utilized in a number of different ways. And so I'm pretty curious to see as well how they can utilize a guy like Claypool. Now, say what you will about him. He's had his locker room issues. I mean, the Bears... The Bears were telling him, hey, don't even show up to the practice facility. That's how sick of you we are. But I think a fresh start in Miami, a new environment, a winning culture, all of that is going to bode well for this guy who's really, I hate to use this type of verbiage, but he's kind of on his last, last leg of an NFL career. So if it doesn't work out in Miami, he could probably kiss his NFL career goodbye. So I think there's going to be a motivational factor there as well. And obviously I'm more optimistic. because I think if you ask Harrison Graham, our Bears host, he would say, get him out of there. You guys can have him. But again, we didn't give up a second round pick for him like the Bears did. We simply exchanged a six round pick for a seventh round pick and then got Chase Claypool. So I'm excited to see how Mike McDaniel and Frank Smith utilize him in the offense. Because listen, Mike McDaniel said it when they first got him. Look, he's a big 6'4 guy that can run really fast and catch the ball. That's a guy that's going to thrive in a Mike McDaniel offense. Look how well he's been able to feature his weapons up to this point. They're on a historic pace. More total yards than any team ever in the history of the National Football League in five games, in the first five games of the season. So adding another weapon to that, it's exciting to see. We might see him at tight end. Who knows? All right, Miami Dolphin, 22. Did you watch Mike McDaniel's press conference today? He seemed very evasive surrounding what exactly A-chance injury is and if he needs surgery or not. I watched portions of it. I read the transcript, and I know exactly what you're referring to. But I think, listen, to to try to put your your mind at ease a little bit here, I think that's how every coach talks, especially when it relates to a specific player's injury. They never want to put timelines on these things. I think HN going on IR kind of gives us as much of an indication as we're going to get as, hey, it's more than four weeks. Use the bye week. Use that six total weeks to try to get healthy, and then we reevaluate. So I'm not one to try to lose sleep and and find the hitting meanings in a coach's press conference because I think more often than not, those coaches hate doing those pressers. Now, we're lucky to have Mike McDaniel because, A, he's hilarious, and, B, I do think he gives answers with substance, whereas guys like Belichick just go, we're on to Cleveland. And McDaniel is actually thoughtful and uses some type of answer that, you know, at some times will give you something to chew on, but I don't think there's anything to really make of how vague he was with Devon A. Chan's injury because I think that's just more a product of coach talk of nothing else. All right. Will we'll Phillips play this weekend. So glad this one came up because I checked it right before we started this segment. He practiced today. So limited participant in practice, something to keep our eye on. And the last three, maybe even four weeks, he's kind of been that up and down. Sometimes you get good reports, sometimes not so good reports. Obviously, he sat out the last two games. But in the time where the Dolphins have used Andrew Van Ginkle and his replacement, the defense has been pretty good. And Andrew Van Ginkle has been really good in his absence. So it feels like there's not this rush to get Jalen Phillips back. But obviously a impactful contributor that's been on the Dolphins defense for a couple of years now has really helped. And so you want to see him back in the lineup But I don't know if this is the week you try to really push him back because that Panthers offense really doesn't scare me, and you'd hate for him to re aggravate something in trying to come back too soon. Last question Frank DeLong, Frank, what's up, Frank? Is it realistic to think Tyreek Hill could break the all time receiving record? Another one, another one I had on my mind as well. And so let's dive into this a little bit. Now, NFL record for receiving from Calvin Johnson, 2012, for the Detroit Lions, 1,946 yards. That's a lot. Also a lot because back then it was a 16-game season, 17 weeks. Now we have an 18-week season where teams play 17 games. So if you're thinking about it in terms of receiving yards per game, Tyreek Hill has one more game than Calvin Johnson did to try to Eclipse that mark he's on pace right now he's on an incredible pace right now let me make sure I have this right but he is on pace for well over 2,000 yards receiving because he's averaging 130 yards receiving per game right now now I know it's only a five game sample size but given the pace he's on how well he's executed in that offense and how well Mike McDaniel and Frank Smith utilize him in that offense I think it's perfectly realistic to see him continue on this path and pass Calvin Johnson's record. Cooper Cup almost did it in 2021. He came up about 40 yards short. And so, again, that is proof that it can be done. And I think Tyreek Hill is the guy that breaks the all time season single NFL, single season NFL receiving record. So, It'll be fun to watch. I'm excited. Tyreek Hill has been one of many, many highlights this season in the Dolphins 4-1 and start. And we are just getting started. That's why you want to stay locked in to Dolphins today. So he- go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Dolphins breaking news, Dolphins live shows, and Dolphins live watch parties. Stay locked in. Subscribe to Dolphins today. All righty, all righty, all righty. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Jeremy Chugs, how are we feeling, man?
1: Feeling pretty good, feeling pretty good. Wanted to open forum here today because I don't I don't know the exact answer to this question because some Sundays, I think it's a definite yes. Some other Sundays, just being a non-biased yeah, third we party. I appreciate
0: that, non-biased.
1: I would say... Not so much.
0: And let me ask you this. A question with a question, if you will. What do you see from Tua on those weeks that you say he's not a top five?
1: I I just think sometimes he's not as decisive. And I think when the pocket collapses, whenever you get him rattled a little bit, we've seen, you know, obviously the offense is amazing. Mike McDaniel one of the best offensive minds in the NFL. And when him and Tua are locked in together, whenever their brains are kind of locked in together, insanely good. Yes. But when the offensive line doesn't hold up and he kind of gets pressure a little bit sooner than he would like, sometimes I think he leaves some throws short. Sometimes I think that decision-making isn't as quite on the top level as we usually see with Tua.
0: Very, very fair. Now, I know it's it's recency bias, but... He is one of the top candidates for NFL MVP right now. Brock Purdy, actually. Got to give him a shout-out because he's been so good. He moved into the favorite for NFL MVP. and I mean, he's been been good. And then you got...
1: JB, I love Tua, but I just think... There's no comparison. Oh, JB said
0: he's better than Mahomes.
1: <laughs> I, I just think there's no comparison. Yeah,
0: Mahomes is your second favorite for MVP. Then it's Tua, then Jalen Hurts, then Josh Allen. Mahomes
1: is unlike, and I'm only 27. Mahomes is unlike any quarterback I've ever seen in my entire life. He's like, if you mixed Brett Favre and Joe Montana. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like. I don't even know how to describe how good Patrick Mahomes is. And obviously it's a team sport, so we'll see.
0: He's got a good team. I will. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, I think most experts, and we talked about the power rankings, pretty much everybody has right now through five games, the Dolphins and the Chiefs as the two best teams in the AFC. They're both four and one. And like I said, it's a team game, but Mahomes obviously is special. But yeah. this offense, for the Dolphins, also very, and very I mean, special.
1: It is something to say, though, also, Mahomes might have one of the best coaches with him. And you think about it, if Tua started, and I always wonder this, and it's all there's always these what-ifs, what if Tua started his career with Mike McDaniel?
0: Yeah, that's a good point. How would that look like? That's a good point. Because they have hit the ground running and just been collectively just full of chemistry on the same wavelength the whole thing and this is unbelievable how am i supposed to do a show when i got people kick that kick sliding in the background i mean it's unbelievable there's i will challenge my foot speed with anybody in this office we love it. We love it. Give me a quick drop. All right. All right. Uh, you got to give the people what they Dolphins want. The gallery is asking for a Jake Reema kick slide. This is uh, what the Dolphins will be doing against the Panthers because we play the Panthers this driver. week. Yes. Yes. So you you got a good 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 wide base. You can't see my legs. I wish you could, but I'm just. <laughs> that's how quick I am.
1: Oh my God! All right, let's I wish I could
0: still. I wish I could still strap it up. Let's in get play. into
1: this last segment. We have a Dolphins preview against the Carolina Panthers. Let's do it! Yeah, let's do it! All right, here we go.
0: Dolphins and Panthers, Week Six in the National Football League, and it's time to look into that crystal ball. That's what we love to do here on Dolphins today. Let's get it started right away predict the score do it now in the comments it's score prediction time dolphins versus panthers let me know who you got and what the score will be Let's get it going. Fire it up once again this week because the Dolphins are heavy, heavy, heavy favorites. They've got the advantage on paper, but they got to go out and execute. How many times do we say that? It's about doing what you know you can do. And the Dolphins are, check that out, 13 point favorites, 13 and a half point favorites against the Carolina Panthers in week six at home at hard rock stadium the over under slated at 48 and a half it could be another case where maybe the dolphins get those 48 and a half points themselves but one o'clock kick at home hard rock stadium i wonder if the dolphins will go all white at home once again they've done it in their first two home games and i personally love love the all white so we'll see what they rock on sunday but you gotta join us on sunday because we have a ton of fun live watch parties we bring you play-by-play analysis we do all kinds of wild stuff we put dolphin suits on we dunk our heads and chase clay pools we get after it's a ton of fun you don't want to miss it so join us for our sunday live watch party dolphins community dolphins today it's where you want to be and then every wednesday five o'clock we do live shows and it's a lot of fun, just like we're live right now. You don't want to miss that either. You don't want to miss anything. That's why you subscribe. Now, our Dolphins vs. Panthers preview. I'm going to start by saying a warning to the Miami Dolphins, and I'm guilty of it. Listen, hand up. I've been bad about this. I've been bad about this all week. I feel very confident, maybe a little too confident, like Tua said after the loss to the Bills. I need to be humbled a little bit. So, I'm telling this to myself as much as I'm telling it to the Dolphins. Don't look past the Panthers. Yes, they're struggling. They're 0-5. They don't have a lot going for them. But they're a team in the NFL. It's any given Sunday. That's cliche, but it's important to note. So let's take a look at that Panthers team. Get to know them a little bit more. Young, or a little bit more. I mentioned the 0-5 record, but... How about the excitement of Bryce Young, first overall pick in last year's draft? And it hasn't really worked out yet, but again, five-game sample size. Mike McDaniel said this guy's going to be a stud. He's a baller. His future is really bright in the National Football League, and that's high praise from the Dolphins head coach to Bryce Young. Frank Reich is in his first season as head coach, so still figuring some things out and the dolphins need to make sure they don't figure those things out against them. They do have some weapons. Adam Thielen. I got a feeling. How about Adam Thielen? D2 legend out of Minnesota State man Cato. He is their top weapon and he's actually put up some pretty impressive numbers. Of course, he had quite the career for the Minnesota Vikings and he's just kind of continued it in Carolina. So, 394 yards receiving. That's 11th amongst the NFL wide receivers, so not bad, especially when you consider there hasn't been a lot of production on offense. Three receiving touchdowns, which is tied for third amongst NFL wideouts, so also pretty impressive there, and let's also keep in mind that Stephon Diggs had his way with the Dolphins secondary in Week 4. We don't want a repeat of that. Adam Thielen is a guy you circle on the defensive game plan. He's who you need to stop. And I believe it's another opportunity for the Dolphins defense to prove that they can play. They did it against the Giants. They had eight sacks, which was really impressive because they didn't have that many coming up to that point. And there, I'm sorry, they had seven sacks, which was a really impressive day for the Dolphins defensive line. So I want to see the defense get after the, The Carolina Panthers. What else are we watching for? Listen, I can give you the keys to victory and everything else, and the Dolphins got to do this. But in a game like this, I want to give you some specifics to have your eyes open for on Sunday. First and foremost, that turnover battle. The Dolphins, I've said it once, I'll say it again, kind of been a statistical anomaly when it comes to the turnover battle because they've lost it a couple of times and still won the game. That just doesn't happen very often. In the NFL, the Dolphins have turned the ball over eight times. It pains me to say that, whereas they've only forced five turnovers. So, math is not my specialty, but even I know that's a minus three turnover differential because they've turned the ball over eight times and only forced five. The Panthers haven't been much better. They're minus four in the turnover comparison for the five game sample size. Both of those numbers are not great. But what's more telling, the Panthers are 0-5, the Dolphins are 4-1, despite their lackluster performance in the turnover battle. So let's keep our eye on that and see if the Dolphins can play a clean and polished game without turning the ball over. Now, what else do I have my eye on? How about the potential debut of Chase Claypool? That's right, he was in uniform in practice on Wednesday for the Dolphins. No official word if he'll play yet, but take uh, check out what Joe Shad, one of the Dolphins beat writers, said about it in regards to Mike McDaniel's comments about Chase Claypool saying he's readying soon as Sunday but all players have to earn the right to play. So it's hard for McDaniel to say how much time Chase will need because he's been in a similar offense for 17 years. But Mike McDaniel said Chase is attentive and he is a wide receiver with size. So we've said it leading up to today's show and prior to when the go back all the way back to when the Dolphins acquired Chase Claypool. He's an exciting player. Check this one out from Barry Jackson, another beat writer for the Dolphins, asked about the possibility of 6'4 claypool playing tight end because that's a, that could be an option. It could be a way that Mike McDaniel utilizes Chase Claypool. And the answer to that question was: I don't want to limit a player to what he can or can't do. I can tell he's definitely attentive. He's playing, he's paying attention to Everything. So that tells me he's trending in the right direction. And maybe, maybe against an inferior opponent, that's the time to run him out there and do a little experimenting. So, what do you think? Let me know in the comments. Do you think we see Chase Claypool this Sunday? Type Y for yes or N for no? I think we do because he's learned the offense fast enough and maybe not right away. But full disclosure, I see this game being. Kind of a lopsided win for the Dolphins, and I know I'm, 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 I'm not necessarily heeding my advice of not overthinking this one or being overconfident, but let's say the Dolphins get out to a, a couple touchdown lead, Maybe that's the time you work Chase Claypool in and see what he has. Now, that said, of course, we also understand that if he's not ready, he's not ready, but I'm optimistic. I think we see Chase Claypool. You know what else I'm optimistic about? My picks are going to land once again as they so often do. I'm not bragging, I'm just telling you how it is. Prize Picks is a proud presenting sponsor of today's Dolphins edition Dolphins today edition and we're so happy to have them on board. I'm personally happy because sounds maybe a little bit selfish, but I'm kind of kind of all in on Prize Picks because I love playing, it's the best way to play daily fantasy sports and it's really simple too so you can forget those excel spreadsheets where you try to you know have all the all of the reasons of why you're making a pick it's really simple with price fix. it's you versus the projected stats so you simply pick more or less on a, pro, a player's projected stat and you go from there so for example this weekend you know i'm always picking some Dolphins prize picks. I've got two Tungavaloa with more passing yards than his projected 294 and a half. And this is a tall ass from Tyreek Hill, but I've also got more on his projected stat line as well. 91 and a half yards receiving. I'm picking him to have more. And defensively, look, we gassed him up at the beginning of the show. He's really good, but I think the Dolphins defense steps up and limits Adam Thielen to less. Than his projected 68 and a half passing yards so that's how it works it's really easy it's a lot of fun so don't waste any more time go ahead and make an account at slash clns and it's really easy for being a dolphins fan we're giving you a first deposit match up to 100 and we're going to go ahead and make it easy on you and put that link in the comments and the description of this video but one more time it's PrizePicks.com slash clns the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports now on the other side i think anytime a first overall pick in the previous draft is playing it's worth noting so it hasn't gotten off to a rip-roaring start for bryce young yet but i think he's a special talent and mike mcdaniel said as much he said his future is so bright in this league he's a baller and that's how mike mcdaniel talks so you gotta love it there but Keep your eye on Bryce Young. Make some plays. He's obviously drafted number one overall for a reason. And a little Alabama connection there between Bryce Young and Tua Valoa. Obviously, they're never at Bama together, but they share the same alma mater. So Bryce Young, have your eye on him. And here's the exact quote from Mike McDaniel that I alluded to earlier. He's a baller with a bright future. He sees defenders, uncanny vision, timing, and rhythm. He's going to be a very good player in this league. So, as I said earlier, let's not let his coming out party be against the Dolphins. But still, keep your eye on the young gung slinger in his rookie year. Not off to the best start. His stats, 63.9%, 750 yards, five touchdowns, and four interceptions. Let's see if the Dolphins' defense can make it tough on him. And then after, after this week six game against the Dolphins, then we can wish him all the best. But not on Sunday, right? Not on Sunday. Lastly, who's going to step up for that Miami defense? Last Sunday, I think collectively, it was the best effort we've seen from the Dolphins. And I want to shout out a couple of guys on the defensive line because if you recall, we challenged that defensive line. We said we got to get some more pressure on the opposing quarterbacks. Zach Sealer did exactly that. Christian Wilkins was influential. And Andrew Van Ginkle, he also played really well. In general, this Dolphins defense took a major, major step forward against the Giants in that game. Seven sacks, ten total in the previous four games. So they nearly matched their season output of sacks. They're now tied for the third most amongst NFL teams in sacks. They did not allow a Giants touchdown, which was really impressive. Offensive touchdown. Of course, they had that pick six. But like I said, Zach Sealer was special, led the way with two sacks. And we're continuing to see the emergence of Andrew Van Ginkle. He's been a bright spot for this Dolphins defense and kind of a fun story. If you recall back to the offseason, he signed a one year deal with the Dolphins. He even took a free agent visit with the Patriots, but you know who convinced them to be a Miami Dolphins? Vic Fangio, the new defensive coordinator called him personally, said, I want you to play for the Miami Dolphins. Andrew Van Ginkle was all about it. And, you combine that with the injury of Jalen Phillips. He's seen his role increase and he's been really, really good. Played at Wisconsin. Take a look at those stats. Four sacks, six tackles for loss in this season. He's been a bright spot of the defense. I want to see him continue to climb and continue to establish himself as a force on. The defense so what i'm looking for on sunday can the dolphins win the turnover battle it's a little thing but it's also it's crucial it's a huge thing chase claypool maybe we see him mike mcdaniel's excited to get him going in the offense and utilize him he's a 6-4 wide receiver with speed i think that plays well with the dolphins offense and look bryce young's a special talent mike mcdaniel said as much i'm curious to see how the rookie plays against hopefully a lethal Dolphins pass rush. So who's it going to be? Who's stepping up for the Dolphins on defense? Zach Seeler, Christian Wilkins, and Andrew Van Ginkle were the three that come to mind for their performance against the Giants. But I'm curious to see who's going to step up on the defensive side for the Dolphins. So win the turnover battle. Let's see if Chase Claypool gets some tick. Bryce Young, first overall pick at quarterback for the Panthers, and who steps up on the defense. And we'll wrap it up with this. Let me know in the comments. Let's get a little creative here. Fill in the blank. The Dolphins win on Sunday if if they do this. It can be a cliche football answer. It can be a little out-of-the-box thinking. It can be maybe they don't do this. Maybe they don't. They don't turn the ball over and they'll win. But I'm going to keep it real simple and say the Dolphins win if they execute. Just go out and do what you're capable of doing. Not a lot to ask, just simple, keeping it simple, stupid, kiss. Execute on offense, execute on defense. You've got the playmakers to do it. You're the better team. at home let's keep this momentum going looking forward to sunday so join us for our watch party that's why you subscribe it's a highlight every sunday we get wild we get crazy just like on today's live show you never know what can happen on dolphins today it's always a lot of fun shout out to you guys making this the best dolphins youtube community on the planet earth international we're all over the place Love you guys, and it's going to be a lot of fun on Sunday.